Everybody loves a good mystery, right? Today on this, episode zero of the Bible Mystery Podcast, we are talking about the show itself, why I rebooted the Bible Questions Podcast, and what you can expect going forward. What is this show all about? Well, initially, the show began its life in May of 2019 as the Bible Questions podcast. It actually seemed to be doing quite well. There were a lot of downloads listened to all across the country and several countries outside the U.S., all across the oceans. However, I personally have always had an interest in mysterious happenings and supernatural events, things like that literally reading and researching anything I could find about it since I was a kid watching that old Leonard Nimoy show in search of. Now, I'm an author. I've written six books so far, and last October, I I wrote a flyer or a booklet for the church I pastor, Valley Baptist Church in Salinas, California. We were having a fall outreach, And I thought it would be kind of interesting to put together a little booklet for kids and families to highlight some of the more interesting creatures and mysteries of the Bible. You know, kind of give it to the kids that were coming to our trunk or treat. Uh, The main purpose of the flyer, of course, was to share the good news of Jesus with families in our area. Uh, But, you know, we kind of put a little uh, angel on the cover, made it a little bit interesting, slightly scary looking. So the week before Halloween, I actually added a little bit of that material to that flyer, turned it into a a book. Uh, I guess book is too kind. A a booklet, whatever, a small book. Called it Monsters in the Bible and actually ended up publishing it on Amazon uh, just for 99 cents. Well, since then, that dumb little book has become my best-selling book. I say dumb because it's, it's short, it's not really well-written or formatted, and it's honestly barely worth the 99 cents I sell it for. I barely promoted it, barely talked about it, haven't done anything with it since October of last year. But in a recent one-week-or-so stretch a couple of weeks ago, That dumb little book outsold all of my other books put together by like a two and a half or three to one ratio. So I told my wife that my worst book by far was outselling all of my other books put together uh, by a wide margin. So she just kind of looked at me and in her uh, unique way with words just said, well then, make it your best book. It's actually surprisingly good advice, so I'm, at, I'm reworking the book, rewriting it, adding some material to it, all that kind of good stuff. But that silly book, in just a few months since I published it, has gotten me invites to be on national radio shows, and it's opened up some pretty funny doors. For a while, in, in October, right around Halloween, it ranked in the top three on Amazon in the category Occult Satanism. Which, for the record, I did not place the book in. I, I don't know why Amazon thought it would go in that category, but that's where you'll find it. Imagine me, a Southern Baptist pastor from Alabama, pastoring in California, explaining to my congregation why I had a high-ranking book in the occult Satanism section. That's pretty strange. I actually thought it was a good thing, though, because a third of the book is a strong gospel presentation and a defense of the resurrection of Jesus, which I think is the kind of thing 
you don't normally find in occult Satanist books, I guess. I haven't read any. So in the process of rewriting the Monsters in the Bible book, I thought long and hard about launching another podcast uh, focused on mysteries of the Bible, you know, like the Shroud of Turin, the Ark of the Covenant, that sort of thing. But I realized as a full-time pastor, a husband, father of five kids, and a sometime author, I really probably don't have the bandwidth or the organizational ability to keep a ton of plates spinning. So I decided to merge the Bible Questions podcast into a podcast that also included Bible mysteries. And I spent a couple of weeks trying to think about what to do with it. Two separate shows, different title, just start adding Bible mysteries to the Bible Questions podcast and keep that same feed alive or start over from scratch. Well, ultimately, as you can tell, I decided to start over from scratch. So it's a brand new show. I'm still going to publish some of the episodes of the Bible Questions podcast in this feed. I'm still going to continue taking on straight on Bible questions. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Some, some weeks we might talk about some really interesting out there stuff. Some weeks it'll be straight up Bible topics. Um, and, and hopefully that'll be interesting to you. So let me say this. Let me state my intentions clearly. I'd love to reach people who are interested in mysteries, the paranormal, and supernatural, and teach them or introduce them to Jesus, crucified for our sins and raised from the dead. That's my major goal of this show, and I'm not trying to hide it or whatever. A secondary goal that is also really important to me personally and something I've sort of framed my ministry around for the last 20-something years is to try my best to demonstrate and proclaim that the Bible is an interesting book, really fascinating. And the more you study it, the more you see that. And I remember being a kid in the pew at, at church uh, when I was seven, eight, or nine. And, and at that age, when you stop going to children's church and you start sitting in big church, I'm thinking, man, this is kind of boring. Why is this so boring? And I would sometimes bring like a Hardy Boys book or something to read during church. And, and, and I, I, I had the impression for years that the Bible was boring, not because I didn't have a great pastor, but probably because I didn't pay attention to him. But the older I got, the, the more I studied, the more I realized, man, there's a lot of interesting out there, really fascinating things in the Bible. And this podcast is focused on those things, uh, talking about some of the fascinating things of the Bible while still holding to a high view of the truthfulness of the Bible. So lots of great topics to look forward to. I do want to invite you to check out our uh, in-progress website, BibleMysteryPod.com, BibleMysteryPod.com, and please do tell your friends about the show and subscribe to the show yourself. Help, uh, ratings help, five-star reviews help, that, that sort of thing. But the big deal is telling people about the show and subscribing. The new website, BibleMysteryPod.com, will have some easy ways to send in your own questions by email or via your voice on SpeakPipe. So head on over there to interact. Uh, before I finish, 10 fairly quick things you need to know about this podcast and about me personally. So my name's Chase Thompson. I'm in my 40s, married to my wife, Janet, for a little over 23 years. We have five kids. The oldest is 18 and about to start college, where she is going to be a soccer player. The youngest is about to turn eight and next month, actually. 
I was born and raised in and around Birmingham, Alabama, and now I live just outside of the Silicon Valley in Salinas, California, where we've been pastoring here for a little over a year. That's quite a distance from uh, the good old South back home, 2,260 miles, something in that neighborhood to be exact, but it's been fun being in California, and the people are remarkably friendly. So, second thing you need to know, my qualifications. I've got a couple of master's degrees, went to seminary at Beeson Divinity School, New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary, and some class, and, and Liberty Seminary. I've got 25 years of pastoral ministry uh, experience, multiple roles, multiple positions. I've been a senior pastor for about the last 12 years. Uh, in Lagos, I have 8,389 books, uh, but don't judge me. I probably spent too much money on that. Number three, my podcasting history. I've been doing podcasting for a while, beginning in January or February of 2005. For a while, we were known as having the first podcast in Alabama. It was called Tech Talk with Chase and Sam. I've been a part of some other podcasts as well. The Nightlife, Faith Today, Gospel Friends, Uncanny Gospel Friends, several church podcasts also. Uh, I've guested on on lots of podcasts as well. I, basically, I love podcasting and I love listening to podcasts. I'm literally subscribed to over a hundred podcasts, although I don't think I listen to all of them. And some of them are Christian podcasts, some are preaching podcasts, some are ministry podcasts, but some are sports podcasts, fantasy football podcasts. Um, Unsolved Mysteries, True Crime Podcasts, Paranormal Podcasts, you name it, I've subscribed to a lot of them. The first podcasts I remember regularly listening to would be uh, This Week in Tech with good old Leo Laporte, uh, Buzz Out Loud, and Stuff You Should Know. And I still listen to Stuff You Should Know a lot. Answers to these questions, and even when we deal with some of the mysterious issues, are going to be done with a high view of the Bible. Uh, I affirm the Chicago statement on the inerrancy of the Bible, for instance. I believe the Bible. I believe it's the Word of God. I trust it. Um, I don't always understand it perfectly, but I believe it is the Word of God. Uh, number five, I do not have all of the answers. I sometimes can sound confident, and with confident people, you might assume they know what they're talking about, but confident people don't always know what they're talking about. So take what I say and be, as the Bible calls it, noble Bereans. Compare what I say, my answers, my conclusions, you get in the scripture and you compare what I say with what the Bible says. Don't just take my word for it. Number six, church history is important. So are your personal experiences, testimonies, confessions, creeds. All of these things have some varying levels of validity. Feelings might have a small, tiny amount of validity as well. However, I want to seek to answer questions and discuss these sort of out-there issues first and foremost from a biblical perspective, with a larger focus on the Old Testament than the New Testament, although both Testaments are the Word of God. Number seven, this is not a podcast aimed at the finer points of theology, such as superlapsarianism or infralapsarianism. It's not about progressive dispensationalism versus supersessionism, 1689 federalism, 
or an overview of all the creeds or Eutychianism, landmarkism, all of that kind of stuff. Also, I don't think, at least, I'm a wackadoodle conspiracy theorist. I like a good mystery, and I believe the Bible is a supernatural book. Many pastors and Bible teachers today, I've noticed, have an anti-supernatural bias far too often. They try to rationalize the Bible, especially some of the more supernatural parts of it. I think that's kind of silly, considering that the foundation of the of Christianity is the resurrection of Jesus, that Jesus died a real physical death and was brought back to life by his father, raised from the dead. That is an incredible supernatural claim. So it boils down to this for me. If Jesus factually, historically rose from the dead, and he did, then I believe the other claims of the Bible, the other interesting parts of the Bible, claims about angels, demons, spiritual warfare, creation ex nihilo, and others. Jesus himself talked about angels and demons and even ghosts. The end times, lots of interesting things. Charles Spurgeon and John Wesley told ghost stories. These things are interesting, and I'm a sucker for interesting things. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean I believe in ghosts, and likely Jesus and Charles Spurgeon didn't either. I honestly do think John Wesley might have believed in ghosts, or at least poltergeists, but I digress. Bottom line, I respect the Word of God. It's a supernatural book and contains lots of mysteries. This show seeks to explore those mysteries while maintaining a very high, inerrant view of Scripture. Number eight, we will focus on foundational Bible questions, but also some interesting, eclectic, enigmatic Bible questions. Stuff like, how can we know the Bible is trustworthy and reliable? Was it really changed by people in the first centuries? What does John 3.16 really mean? What is gossip? Why is it so bad? Is Jesus the only way to heaven? Are people saved by grace or works or both? But we're also going to explore some of the mm, out there, the, the more interesting side streets of the Bible. What does the Bible mean when it talks about being baptized for the dead? Does the Bible rule out the possibility of alien life? Spoiler alert, no it does not. Does the Bible have anything to say about ghosts or monsters? Why did Jesus talk about ghosts and never say they weren't real? Did angels actually mate with humans in Genesis chapter 6? What about the Shroud of Turin? Is it a medieval forgery or is it a genuine artifact of Jesus? We're going to talk about all that stuff and more. Number nine, I will probably at least attempt, hopefully it'll be a noble attempt, to be funny. Charles Spurgeon's friends and even casual acquaintances remarked on his hearty laughter. One of his friends, a pastor named William Williams, said this about Spurgeon. What a bubbling fountain of humor Mr. Spurgeon had. I laughed more, I verily believe, when in his company than during all the rest of my life besides. He had the most fascinating gift of laughter, and he also had the greatest ability for making all who heard him laugh with him. When someone blamed him for saying humorous things in his sermons, he said he would not blame me if he only knew how many of them I keep back. So Spurgeon's a hero of mine. 
and I'm going to try to be funny. I'll probably fall flat sometimes, but I think talking about serious issues with humor is perfectly appropriate and acceptable. Finally, the last thing. My biggest influences in Heroes of the Faith, in case you're curious about something like that. I've already told you one, Charles Spurgeon. Also really appreciate the ministry and the writing of John Piper, C.S. Lewis, George Mueller, Hudson Taylor, the missionary, John Amazing Grace Newton, Tim Keller, Wayne Grudem, David Platt. Those are some guys that have had a lot of influence on me, and that's just off the top of my head. There's probably quite a few others. So that's it. This is a brief introductory episode. I appreciate you listening this far. Stay tuned for more episodes. I already have several in the can. They should be out very soon. Again, I ask you to check out the website, BibleMysteryPodPod.com. Share the show with your friends and tell others about it. And please do subscribe. Thanks for listening. We will see you soon.